Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Good morning, it's Mary Stone speaking with you from a drizzly screened porch. We've had our share of rain, which is contrasting to the summer we've had, and it's been an interesting uh, shift because leaves are changing quickly. There is some color despite the worn leaves, but more than that has been a lot of fun, fun guy, which we're going to talk about today. But before we start with that, I want to thank those of you that reached back to me. It seems many of us share the enthusiasm for following the rhythms of nature in our gardens. And when I did the little podcast promotion for the last episode about Mary Reynolds and nurturing nature, I used a mushroom as the graphic along with some other lovely moss and a leaf of a bottle brush buckeye. And uh, it inspired many of you to get back to me about your fun mushrooms, which of course is a fungus or fun guy. So anyway, I'm going to share a story that actually was rejuvenated from years ago. And it starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners and readers. My neighbor Bill ate his volleyball. A giant puffball mushroom, that is. I have a volleyball, too that I've been monitoring in amazement. But eating it never occurred to me. But it turns out they are delicious. So of course, as you would expect, there's a photo on the Garden Dilemma's website of this alien-looking mushroom that is so big and it quickly grows. And uh, anyway, you'll get a kick out of it because my feet are next to it. And it literally is the size of a volleyball. And the color, too. I've always admired folks that know what they're doing, scavenging for wild mushrooms. Mushrooms are the fruit of valuable spores that decay organic material and recycle nutrients into the soil. There are several thousand varieties, and while most are technically edible, many are not pleasant to eat. And up to 250 varieties are considered significantly poisonous. That's enough for me to stay clear of scavenging. But the giant puffball mushroom is easy to find, and hence one of the foolproof four for beginner wild mushroom enthusiasts to feast on. I will put in the show notes where I read the other foolproof for edible wild mushrooms. Uh, It was on a website called Cabin Life. And some of these look so delicious, I must say. And there's photographs of them, the the murels, which many people love, and I guess they're hard to find. But when you see them, it's very obvious what they are. And there's chicken mushrooms that look kind of like this orange alien thing. It's very cool. And there is, of course, the giant puffball and yellow chanterelles is on the list of the four that are easy to identify. So maybe I'll venture into them. How about it? Do you think you will? Anyway, again, I'll put the link in the show notes. So back to the giant puffball mushroom. Giant puffball mushrooms, Calvatia gigantian, are tasty when the flesh is firm and white on the inside and out, but use them within a day or two after the harvest. Once they turn yellow or greenish, They can cause an upset stomach. In maturity, the inside of the puffball turns into a huge bag of green spores, hence why the common name giant puffball. Do you know those little ones you see in the woods? They're tiny ones. I call them puffballs too. I have to find out what they are. And you step on them and it spews the black 
mist of spores. I wonder if this giant puffball will do the same thing. Although I have to say, when I photographed the recent one in my yard, there was a slug on the puffball, which is also a critter that helps decaying organic matter, so they're important things for our environment. Some think mushrooms are vegetables, but they're a fungus packed with vitamins and minerals that boost energy levels and lower cholesterol. Many contain enzymes and antioxidants that help your immune system. Some mushrooms aid arthritis and inhibit diabetes and cancer. They're low in calories, and best of all, wild mushrooms are free. <laughs> the skin of a giant puffball is leathery, but easy to peel before cooking. To prepare, slice them into quarter or half inch slabs. You can lightly salt and pepper them and saute them in oil or butter until golden brown. Or coat with a milk and egg wash before dusting with seasoned flour, then fry. You can also dice the puffball and add it to soups, rice, or risotto dishes. So this is when it gets funny. My neighbor Bill pureed his in basil, olive oil, garlic, salt, and pepper. He also said, you can do the balsamic, rosemary, garlic, olive oil, go-to marinade for mushrooms. And <laughs> I'm quoting him. Gee, Bill, you're not only a fun guy, but a fun guy connoisseur. I couldn't resist. Garden dilemmas? Askmarystone.com. It's really true. He did that feast. I actually have photographs of his feast on his grill. And I... I was a little sad this time because I was watching my giant puffball grow in the yard and uh, I didn't harvest it. And when I saw the little slug on it, I thought, well, you know what? He needs it more than I do, right? So this brings another memory of a fun story about fairy rings, which was brought to me by Craig of Freelingheisen, New Jersey. And Craig is Kurt's brother. And without exception, he has the most unusual garden dilemmas. There are several stories on the website that uh, relate to his dilemmas. I won't go into those today, but uh, I may put a few links in the show notes. I will, actually. Anyway, he and Caroline live in front of a farm field that likely has pesticides used over the years, causing mysterious rings is what Craig thought it was. Their well is located in the vicinity, so the worry of chemicals is undoubtedly warranted. So Craig worried the worst. He thought, that perhaps he would discover a contamination that would cause a chemical remediation costing tens of thousands of dollars. Maybe it's best to sell and get out of Dodge before the discovery. Holy moly! So he sent me the photo of the fairy rings. I've seen them before, but um, never really knew they were called that. And his dear little dog was sitting in the center of it. It's very cute. And again, I'll put a link in the show notes. But leave it to Craig to drill down to get to the bottom of the mystery. So much so that he dug a three-foot hole to investigate if indeed he had something buried in the yard. Perhaps old abandoned silos, he thought. Then his wife Caroline's research offered relief, revealing they likely have fairy rings. Fairy rings show up in lawns during the spring and summer months. They appear as dark green or brown circular bands ranging in size from a few inches to 50 feet. The fairy ring fungus grows outward a few inches to several feet a year. Mushrooms can then develop in a circle outside of the rings during spring and fall after periods of heavy rain. Centuries ago, people thought that the mushrooms appeared where fairies had danced the night before, hence the name fairy rings. Other folklore tells that these bizarre formations are the work of supernatural beings or portals to the other worlds. Isn't that fun? There are about 60 mushroom species that can grow into the fairy ring pattern. Grass-loving mushrooms such as the edible scotch bonnet are the best known. 
It's indeed been an excellent year for mushrooms. And I'm just realizing now as I'm as I'm looking at the story that this was the one that was the preamble to Bill's volleyball a few years ago. And I have my own volleyball this year, so check out your yard, see if you have one too, and let me know how you've uh, colonized them into something to feast upon. Anyway, thanks so much for coming by. I always enjoy our time together, and I hope you have as well. And I invite you to email me at askmarystone at gmail.com if you have fun stories to share. And uh, more than that, I just enjoy learning and growing in this garden of life together, and I enjoy each time that we visit. So thanks so much, and have a great day. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at gardendilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.